From ClarkWizard.com, this is Horribly Off Topic, episode number 159. I am Chris. When I, when I, when, when I, and am I, I am Steve. When the moon hits your eye with a big pizza pie. Pizza pie. Pizza pie. That's great. It starts with an earthquake, birds and snakes, an airplane. Lenny Bruce is not afraid. He's not. I Although he's dead, though. Listen to yourselves churn. Listen your, to the world Listen to burn. your butter churn. <laughs> listen to your butter churn. Listen to the world turn. Uh, speed it up and not speed. Grunt nose street start status. That's a crowd I would beer fight down height. Wire in a fire. Representative engage in the government for hire in a combat site. Right. Best in Western Herder. <laughs> enough, 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 enough. It's the end. We got the fucking point. The world as we know it. Well, let's hope. <laughs> Maybe for the for the for the small island of Guam. For the small island, they, they might be singing an REM song right now. Yeah, although I, I, I you could probably get really good vacation rates to Guam. I, right I'm now. sure you could, I'm, and I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm sure uh, I'm sure REM is big there, still. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I, you know. Uh, uh, we used to do that song in my band. In my band, the uh, the, the 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 Sigma Six, the uh, the brand uh, brand X detergent, the Soma, the Soma Riot, the Diet Soma, all those Diet uh, Soma, Diet Soma for like two seconds. No, Soma Riot, Diet Soma. I don't know. We 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 used to do that song. That was one of the songs that we we did or we tried to do. Uh, was it's the end of the world as we know it. Just call one eight hundred. I feel okay. <laughs> Uh, it's funny you mentioned bands. It is funny I mentioned bands, it's, isn't it's, it? It's totally unrelated. <laughs> I, I did not set that up at all. I, why, why is it funny that I mention a band? Dan band? sent out a, a tweet earlier uh, this week, and mm. it, it caught my attention. And he said, TNS is worldwide. And I, and I clicked on the link that was part of his text. Yes. And for some unknown reason... Uh, Dan Crapper's Crapper, the the remix version mm. off of the Ape's Choice, yes, is on the Italian MTV website. So let let me just, so, all right for for those of the, those of you just joining us, let's explain it. So Steve was in a band, right? Steve was in a band. Is in a band? I mean, we haven't made any. You made it, but, Steve, but you didn't break up necessarily. Well, so d- Steve's in a Steve's in a band. Like I think the 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 Facebook for for the new sweethearts uh, has. Uh, has the the alumnus members and and the current members are yeah. Dan and I. Gotcha. So you were in a band. Uh, you put out a um, uh, an album a couple of years ago uh, called The Apes' Choice. Right. Right. I think it's um, available. Um, if, yeah. If you go to the New Sweethearts Facebook, if you type in the New Sweethearts and go mm. to the face uh, on the Facebook on the Facebook. If you type in the New Sweethearts in a Google search, you yeah. will find. Uh, I think mostly the the Neko. It's not company. called the Facebook anymore, Steve. Oh, whatever. It hasn't been called the Facebook in a while. Shut up. You'll go to the Neko wafer, like because it. They, oh, like if right. you type in the New Sweethearts, it'll take you because like there's a lot of articles about the new candy sweethearts that, mm-hmm. that, uh, that, that, that Neko puts out. Yeah. You know, the, you know, those shitty candies you get at Valentine's day that oh have words on to, them. I used to walk by their factory in, in Cambridge. Ugh. Oh, Ugh. It smells sickeningly sweet. Smells just terrible. Um, so you were in a band, you put out an album, uh, our, our third album, mind you, we had two album. albums back in the nineties. Yes. Uh, so this is your big comeback. 
Yeah. Uh, and now, three years later or so, um, uh, the, the Italian MTV has decided that that you guys are the next big thing. I don't know airport. if we're the next big thing. I didn't translate what it said on the website, <laughs> and I probably should have. And then it it, it would make more sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, apparently people, uh, in, in Italy, they're big in Italy, in Italy, they took a notice to one of our songs. I, I get that. I, I get the impression. Um, uh, I mean, the, I think, well, Europeans have a different sensibility as far as their musical taste. This is true. And, uh, what was it when, um, the, the, uh, I think it might've been a, the Moose T remix of Sex Bomb mm. was like, crushing it in in europe where whereas in, in the united states people were like what the fuck what is going right. on sex bomb by tom by, jones oh okay got it not not sex bomb no um which is a band sex a, bomb sex uh, bomb was in uh, the scott pilgrim in, in the scott everything has an has the, a, scott pilgrim. the scott pilgrim today um no i, I a band made of mine to to talk about the the european musical uh tastes there the, the the european music everything's the <laughs> um the world is ending uh, uh, one of my bandmates uh john martin um uh he is it because he he lives in great britain now you're calling him mate my, one of my no one of my mates one of my bandmates i like that hat mate <laughs> he listen uh, to dan Harmon's thing <laughs> when he was in australia and then understand that reference I believe John told me that told me once that um, I think it's simply red. Um, it, are they the ones that they do? They do some damn song um, that they were huge in Europe, way beyond uh, when their one song that was big in America uh, came out, and so they were like places in Europe where they were just still the the, the, the biggest thing going. And uh, so so I think you know Europeans they they might they might sort of uh, come to things a little bit late um, and, and stick with things a little bit longer. You know, if it lasts a little longer... It's like uh, Big Red Gum. <laughs> Thank you. I could not remember the rest. Um, well, that's Just, great. Yeah, so you guys get royalties for being I don't played know. on Italian MTV? I don't know if we're being played on Italian MTV. Is there we don't video? have a music video for fucking Dan Crapper's Crapper. You sure there's not something unauthorized out there? I don't know. Maybe some maybe some video artist took that song and made a video. Yeah. And if so, we should be getting some goddamn royalties. Because you didn't license that under like Creative Commons or, or nothing. You fucking own the rights to that shit. And they should be paying you some uh, some bank. Yeah. I mean, we should be getting some cash. Some gold dragons. But it's just it's just it's just on the website. It's just mm. the song is there. It's just yeah. sitting there. And you can can you play it on the website? You I just don't, got or you I just got know. a screenshot. I think it might might uh perhaps link to Dan's uh you know cuz he has it free online. We we had it for for uh for pay for uh, for pay for a while. For right? a little while, I think at least a year and then uh we tried to get people to buy it. I think a couple of people did uh that yeah. that listened to this show, but it, I think that might have been It's hard to get people been, to buy things. Yeah, especially uh especially <laughs> uh, uh an album Hmm. Like yeah, an entire album, an entire album of people music. Don't, people don't like people don't listen to albums anymore. Steve. I don't, I don't think I've don't bought. I, I can't even think of the last time I've bought an album. Well, I don't buy things anymore. Bye. I don't buy albums anymore, but I'm subscribed to Apple Music, so I add albums uh, to my uh, to my library from there. And and I hope 
uh, that some of the money that I am paying goes to the artists. It's um, probably not very much. Probably not very much. But I try to play the songs a whole bunch so that I think I think it's based on the play. Not necessarily if I add it to my library. They don't give two shits about that. But if I play it a whole bunch, the more times it gets played, the more uh, fractions of a penny they get. Imagine how fucking ridiculous it would be mm. if the... <laughs> If just randomly, like, like we blow up in, mm. in Europe, yeah. not not in like a bad way, like yeah. the, the not in like a like a Guam way, yeah, not in like where like the whole world is about to blow up way, right. yeah. Um, but like we become popular in a, in another country, and then like we we have to go there, and yeah. we have to perform. But mm-hmm. we are two people who can't mm-hmm. fucking play instruments. How the <laughs> fuck would that happen? Well, I think you do uh, a little bit of. Uh, do we stu- do like like do, does do we like because we did uh, or Dan created um, a robot a, a karaoke version of uh, of Diary of a Hobo, mm-hmm. which is the theme song to this uh, to this uh, to this podcast to this yes. particular podcast. We don't yeah. get into the lyrical part of right, it, right. Um, but uh, that is uh, so the, he created a karaoke version of that of that. So maybe what he could do if we if we just if like you know the italians are like the new sweethearts that's my italian accent hey the (laughs) new sweethearts that's really well done (laughs) i can't even do accents (laughs) come over here and uh and then play play your your uh, your tunes off of uh the apes choice for us Mm -hmm. yeah we love your american sensibilities and your your sense of humor that we hardly understand i think this is what it would look like i mean if if you're asking me as a, as as one of the number one uh, band consultants in the world oh really um, if you're asking me i think this is what it looks like i think there is uh, there's the two of you i think you're kind of doing a, a reverse uh, if we're looking at the stage reverse cowgirl um no 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 let's let's say we're from your perspective not not a reverse cowgirl that's that's messy um no pile drivers either um, um, and no, so you are, um, uh, we, maybe you get, uh, center stage, uh, uh, upstage. Um, we get some sort of, uh, a bass drum with no drummer. Okay. Um, that says the band's name on it. Cause that's where the, that's where the band's name goes. Yes. Uh, is on the front of the bass drum. I don't know. And do then, we, do we have it say TNS or do we have it say the new sweethearts with the heart logo from the original? Um, album? I think because you're touring on the strength of the apes choice, it's got to have TNS and the ape. I think it's got to, it's got to be the graphic from the front of the album. That way they're out there. If they're wondering at all, have they want, wandered into the right uh, dive bar in, um, in, 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 in Italy, in Rome. And yeah. They, they, they got to know, Oh yep. There's that, there's that ape. I, that's what I'm looking for. I know those guys. And so downstairs, apparently they're Canadian, uh, uh, Canadian, uh, Canadian Italians. Italians. I know those guys, eh? <laughs> so downstage, uh, downstage, uh, left. I think we've got, uh, we've got you and a microphone and maybe a tambourine. I think, I think you need something. We don't need tambourines. No, I, you need a tambourine. No. All right. Just you and a mic stand and a tambourine. And downstage... Um, Could, maybe maybe, uh, maybe we just maracas? have... We have dancing girls. A harmonica? No, you need No, something. we need something on the stage besides the two of us and a fucking TV screen. I didn't say anything about a TV screen. We need a TV screen for our <laughs> karaoke versions. We well, know that the TV screens go down. Because I don't remember the words to have the these TV fucking songs. The TV screens go down by... I, this is how they do it today, Steve. You're talking to the number one band consultant in the world. Your TV screen we, for you. But we need, like, dancing girls on the... Okay, okay, I didn't say anything. I didn't say no to the dancing girls. I'm just okay. trying to inform you how things work today. With big booties. Shaking the booties. 
the TV screen is not for the audience. It's for you. And it goes down by the monitors. Is that why we're upstage? You're downstage. Upstage is where the where the drum that, that nobody is drumming. Is. Oh, we could get bring back, um, what the fuck, Quincy. Quincy? It was K-W-I-N-C-Y. Mm. He was our drummer for a brief period. Is he a robot? Uh, no, he was uh, he was a bag of leaves that with oh. like the, the scarecrow bag of leaves that we put a paper perfect. towel roll on his head. Absolutely perfect for now, his so head. So now we need. I did not know about Quincy. I'm sorry. <laughs> we now we need a full drum kit. So we need a full drum kit um, upstage, uh, center stage, uh, with Quincy behind it, uh, ape on the front um, of the bass drum. He also was a the med- it was a medical examiner before he was our drummer. Actually, you know what? You need a double bass drum. Oh. Double bass drum, like a like a heavy metal band. Um, so on one of the bass drums, you got TNS. On the other drum, you got the ape. They should both have their own, um, uh, have their own. Uh, should I space. wear like I mean I, I sort of retired it, but I uh, my my old TNS shirt with the cat licking its uh, chops with the with the uh, the back of the shirt is is just almost completely gone. It's just like one giant hole. I think so. I, think I mean, I think that's what what's trendy right now is wearing like old band T-shirts that are basically falling off of you. I think so. I think I think you need that for sure. Now, now, if I can get back to what I was saying, we'll get to the dancing girls. You can pitch me on the dancing girls. In I already second. did, and it's already happening. All right, all right. But so, I think the Italians love uh, uh, booty dancing. They love booty dancing. I, the I, I, I mean, like from everything I've heard. Yeah. What about the the Germans? Dost booty dancing. Do yeah, they, they love they, that too. They love it too. I don't think there's a there's a culture that that doesn't want to see uh, rump shaken. Mm. What about uh, what about are there any cultures that like notoriously don't have rumps to shake, or maybe they would like rump shaking? Yeah, more. yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it yeah. would be foolish to not uh, want to see some some booties. Some booties. All right. So you're downstage. Uh, you're downstage left uh, with your mic stand and no tambourine because you're vetoing me. Yes. Um, uh, you've got your. Uh, I'm like a. I'm like the moron president. <laughs> you've got. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. You've got your TV screen in front of you, right? And the reason it's facing you and not the audience is that you can just like look like you're shoegazing for a second when you're actually checking out the lyrics. They don't need to know you don't know the lyrics. I mean, Michael. I mean, Stipe, I probably know the lyrics, but like, I would need a little refresher. Michael Stipe didn't even care. He, I got to know he, when to say, and when I play with my balls or whatever. That's, that's important that you hit that note. Um, no, he, <laughs> <laughs> he. Michael Stipe would have like a music stand. He wasn't hiding the fact that he didn't remember his lyrics. But you have a mystique to uphold, so you have a like the X Men X person. Yeah, maybe your dancing girls can be blue. Nah, I don't like that. If you play with your balls, are they blue? I blew myself. Um, Dan is is uh, is uh, stage right from you. Okay. Um, he's he's downstage right, and uh, I think Dan is there um, with a keytar with, with a laptop. No, a keytar with a keytar um, that's hooked up. <laughs> that's to, not plugged into anything. Okay. All right. Not not hooked into anything. And I think he's got to have uh, an iPad or a laptop that that's basically he's triggering. Uh, no, but maybe, songs. yeah, maybe the keytar triggers the, the songs to happen. Okay, all right, yeah, so the, the, the keytar is... There's, like, buttons on the keytar that he yeah. presses. So or he maybe it's presses... a regular guitar, and I have a keytar. Okay. Yours isn't plugged in anything. He wants an accordion, maybe someday. <laughs> and and at the beginning of each song, Dan just presses one um, uh, one key on the keyboard, and the song starts. And he just keeps... And he just, dun, he just dun, stands dun, there, dun, and, he, dun, dun, and he glowers at the audience. Dun, Pimps, pimps everywhere, doing the stuff that we don't dare. 
always, always wanting more, trying to find the perfect whore to recruit into his gang. Uh-oh, bitch bang. <laughs> Live here on uh, Harbly Off Topic, Steve. The title track off of our first album, Hot Pants. <laughs> one half of the, uh, well, well, well yeah, one, one part of one, the uh, of the original. Of the original TNS. So, uh, where do the dancing girls go then? Do they I go don't know, all over the you? place? Do they go on like risers behind? Like, I don't know. Maybe they. Maybe they're in. In. Uh, I don't know. They're just wherever. You yeah. Know. We, are they in like cages, well, like sixty style? No. Or do they just get like poles, like. Um, I mean, like nineties like, aughts. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to like force them into like any sort of like like cage or anything. I think that would be inappropriate. Well, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm saying it would be in keeping. Do you, with, do you with think we can play Vatican City? Uh, I mean, it's its own country, but it's part of it. It's, it's in Italy, right? Oh, okay. See, I thought you were asking, could you play the song Vatican City? And I was like, that's Take a deep Take me down cut. to the Vatican City. Where <laughs> the Pope is there, and the girls are pretty. Um, <laughs> the, pope, the Pope's there, though. The pope. That's an important part. That's where he lives. Uh, the Pope is there, and the Cardinals are shitty. No, um, I don't know. Take me down to the Vatican City. No, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're um, not gonna we're not gonna fucking write a parody song <laughs> live on the air, please. Um, yeah, no. So I think this could work. I think uh, maybe you can play Vatican City. I know it is a different country. Um, I'm sure there's some bar there. So the Catholics got unwind too. Right? I don't know if this like I mean, is there is there bars in Vatican City? I don't know. There's got to be bars in Vatican City, right? There's there's, I mean. You think in like in like extremely holy places they wouldn't have like things like that? Oh, or maybe come on. that's just the Puritan, the Puritanical. Uh, the fucking you know. Catholics drink wine. Yeah, I'm but sorry, they, they drink the blood of their god. They drink wine, but like they also like they also are like let's uh, let's not do anything on Sunday because it's 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 the it's the the holy it's the one holy, of one one of uh, one Jesus day of God's uh, three day weekend. According to George Carlin, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, but I think they get drunk. I think they they live a little. They do get Catholics. drunk, but like they try. I don't think they do it on a Sunday, or uh, so I think in religious places they might uh, be a little bit more. They can't buy alcohol temperate. on the Sunday, right? But they, they sure as fuck. Yeah, but they Saturday have the night, alcohol in their house. I think I I, th I think in like in Ireland or whatever, mm. like like in some places, I think uh, I think yeah. it's probably relaxed more sense, uh, but like a. Like they're a little bit more fierce with the uh, no drinking on a Sunday. Oh, with the with the whiskey too. Shark on whiskey. They're they're they're, they're, they're they have some good whiskey, right? Yeah. The uh, the, the, Irish. the Irish whiskey. Yeah, and the Scots. Scots have some some whiskey. Scotch whiskey. Scotch whiskey. The the the, the Tennesseans also. We're gonna list them all. Yeah. What's, What's the name of some of the other whiskeys? <laughs> I don't know. There's a bourbon. Bourbon. Well, that that's Kentucky. Oh, uh, right, Kentucky bourbon. Kentucky, Tennessee, Tennessee. Wait, what's in Tennessee? Miller. <laughs> Jack is from Tennessee, right? Jack. Jack. Oh, Jack Daniels. Say, Jack, what's happening? I don't know. <laughs> Didn't we do that last week? We did it when we were in the car. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I think you're. We probably should have recorded that entire we, ride. We should have. That could have been next year's uh, outtake show. Yeah. Um, 
<sighs> but yeah, so the new sweethearts we're international now. Um, who knows? We might we might have to go. Dan and I might have to go to Italy. Yeah, I'm sure Becky wouldn't mind. Uh, it, Italia. She, she she she's been to Italy before, and I think she had a good time when she was there. So she I, probably would have a good time again. I've been to the Italy touring with the band Pavilion at Epcot. That's where that's the. Italy did you, what did you have to. there? Did you have some spaghetti? Um, I no, I never ate there. Spaghetti. Never ate there. Isn't that how they pronounce it? Uh, I don't know. Any Italians that are listening, <laughs> let us know how you pronounce spaghetti. Spaghetti. Oh, I get the spaghetti. <laughs> I listen to the Dan Crapper Crapper and I eat my spaghetti. <laughs> better. That's better. I, yeah, I, I, just, I needed to find it. <laughs> spaghetti was. I uh, think the spaghetti would help. <laughs> um. They take uh, naps over there. I mean, I know they take naps in Spain. We're going to ask if they took Visa. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't take American Express. Um, no, uh, so like in Spain, right? You get the siesta. Yeah, but is that like in the in the the rain falls plainly on the plane or whatever? Mainly on the plane. Mainly on the plane in Spain. In Spain, yeah, the snow is general over Ireland. Um, uh, it's, it's falling faintly and faintly falling. Um, which one am I? Who? Um, we talked last week, Steve. We did. Uh, about Stephen King. I'm going to take my fist and ram it into your stomach. <laughs> what? It was from The Running Man. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So we talked about it and we talked about whether we kind of danced around whether or not there was, there were lots of good Stephen King or lots of bad Stephen King. And, and we, I, I made the, the earlier incorrect statement Mm. that, uh, that, um, that most of them were bad. Yeah. But, you know, but you, we but just you started listening. We started listening good. them, and then I was like, "Wow, that one's good. That one's good. That one's good." Well, it turns out, <clears throat> Steve, that Steve. according to oh, uh, me. to, to Metacritic dot com, oh, there fucking are, f- fake news. <laughs> there are thirty Gamergate. <laughs> there are thirty seven in a row. Yes, uh, there are thirty seven uh, Stephen King adaptations on their list here, and they have ranked them based on their Metacritic scores. Okay. Um, so I was thinking we could go through these. Do you want to start at the bottom? We should start at the bottom. Yeah. We should start at the bottom. Um, I'm going to mention like, some of them. It's like when you're washing yourself in the shower. You should start at the bottom. Is that how it works? I think so. I always, I always wash my hair or I put the shampoo in my hair first because very, I have bad scalp. And so very often, even... Do you have like a special shampoo? Uh, yeah. So I, I, very often I'm using a special shampoo that has to stay in there. But I've bec- now out of habit, I always shampoo first because even if I'm just using regular shampoo. Is it no more tears? <laughs> I'll be using Dodge Baby shampoo for years. <laughs> Ozzy told me that there'd be no more tears too, didn't he? Once. Didn't yeah. Ozzy tell me that? <laughs> Very musical show today. Um, the Mangler is number 37. I've never heard on, of The Mangler. Uh, on the list. Uh, based on a same-titled short story, this quote-unquote ludicrous 1995 uh, entry is about a laundry press from hell. <laughs> <laughs> was this like a direct-to-TV kind of movie? Um no, it was at the box office. So, uh, or it does not have any. It doesn't. This does not include the stand or anything like nothing. Not only, not the miniseries. Only the stuff that was so and no it 
um because it was a miniseries right like so this is just the stuff that was released langoliers is that not not that one no yeah and uh yeah um it uh earned just 1.8 million dollars domestically in 1995 how much did they spend on it i i do not probably do not probably know. more than that um so it's not only the lowest scored film on the list but also the lowest grossing wide release and it's the it's the one we are completely unaware of yes all right so number 36 was maximum overdrive uh, I like that movie. <laughs> we actually uh, that came up last night during D and D. Did it really? Yeah. Um, well, how in in what way did Max? I think we were just talking about trucks or something. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Like, um, it was a uh, uh, he King wrote and directed. Oh, he did Maximum Overdrive. Uh, the Green Goblin like truck or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen it, but um, it's uh, it's not great, but it's it's. I think it's just campy enough. Mm. To be enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, number 35, Silver Bullet. Weren't you in Silver Bullet with Corey Haim? <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. You did. I think so. you got me mistaken because I'm not your Gary Busey boy. <laughs> it's a it's a cornmo song. <laughs> Brian will appreciate that. I was not aware one of, of the many one. uh posters Brian got signed by uh, an artist or whatever that said fuck dumb shit. <laughs> Number 34, Graveyard Shift. I don't I haven't I didn't see Never that one. never see it was 1990 um about a rat infested mill was derided as the all-time worst king big screen adaptation. Um King probably wouldn't disagree. He's called it a quick exploitation picture that's a little bit like sexploitation. Yuck. Um, number 33, mm-hmm. Thinner. Um, I think Becky brought that up, and uh, I, I, I think she said it wasn't good. But uh, Yeah, apparently... I, I don't think I saw it, though. Offensive. I, keep on, I keep on not thinking about things, but I, <laughs> I didn't see that movie. I would have remembered seeing that movie. Uh, offensive At least treat- I've heard of it. Offensive treatment of, uh, if, if you'll forgive the, uh, the offensive term, gypsies, uh, Italians, and women. Uh, oh, come on, they got the spaghetti! <laughs> to a, a grotesquely unconvincing fat suit. Um, this uh, is 1996 that came out. Was it like worse than Weird Al's, you think? Um, From f- the fat video? Uh, well, but. Okay, well, let me show you the picture. I'm going to show Steve the picture here, and Steve can react. Okay. That's the. F- <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty unconvincing, um, but Weird Al's is uh, is meant to be unconvincing. I yeah, think. because Weird Al's is over the top. This that no. one. This is one over the is, top on there. Oh wait, that's not a Stephen King Stephen. story. <laughs> number thirty one is a tie. So number thirty uh, thirty two. This 31. is a long list. This yes. is going to take well, a long time. Well, I know. That's show. why I'm I'm trying to speed through some of them. Okay. Uh, Dreamcatcher. Um, which was released in 2003. Oh, I saw that one, and it wasn't that great. Wasn't that good? Um, and The Dark Tower, the most recent one. Okay, I uh, haven't they, seen it. They and, uh, put that down there. But people have uh, have said bad things. Yes. Number 30. Number the, 30! The Night Flyer. Again, uh, another a, one I've never heard of. <laughs> a 1998 vampire tale played on fewer than 100 domestic screens and grossed only about $125,000. Well, it was only on fucking so many screens. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, number 29, uh, 2004's Riding the Bullet. Hold on, let me open this other beer, this, this, uh, this bottle of beer. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was for you, Mike. Uh, <laughs> um, number 26 uh, slash 27, right? Um, slash 20. I don't know. Uh, they're, they're losing me here. Um, Cell with John Cusack and Sam Jackson uh, from 2016. Um, and I don't remember. There, there, uh, that was one of, like, the, well, I remember when that book came out. That was a book that came out. Was at, it based on the Dragon Ball Z character? No. No. It was based on a self, like a virus that would have turning been like, people into assholes with a cell phone, something like that. I thought like, that was, like through your cell phones you became assholes or something. No, that was in that fucking Kingsman movie. It's also in Cell. And Sam Jackson's in both of those fucking <laughs> movies. How Number, is he not like I did this before? And the next one is uh, Sleepwalkers, right? Um, uh, which was uh, features a cat, apparently. Uh, critics called it idiotic, silly, and unusually stupid. Um, number 26 again. Uh, oh, it was a three-way tie for number 26. That's why. Oh. Um, Pet Cemetery. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it got a 38 on the Metacritic score, so that's why it's down here. Um, it says, this king, king penned 1989 adaptation of his Raising the Dead novel of the same name was both a box office hit and a punching bag for critics who pummeled it as schlock and ham from ham-handed director Mary Lambert. So it was a box office hit, but it... Yeah, people... I mean, I... I, I the people loved it. The people loved it. I mean... People's elbow. People, people also love our moron president. Mm. Probably that, about 39%. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, number... 25, Creepshow 2. Creepshow 2. Um, Who directed that? That was... I don't know. Doesn't say. Uh, maybe George Romero? But, I think it uh, might have been Romero. and, and I mean, so, it's got a script by Romero, but it does not say who directed it. So, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to, I, 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 it's probably been a very long time since I've seen it, but mm -hmm. I do remember enjoy it, enjoying it. So okay. I guess we're getting into the ones that, that I actually like. Yes, we're getting to the ones that are, that are kind of, maybe the audiences love them, but critics didn't necessarily love yeah. them. Yeah. So number 2324 um, is... Stephen King's A Good Marriage from 2014. I don't remember um, that. And number t uh, uh, Needful Things. I I've read the book, and that, that, that that's weird because it, mm. that's something that I hardly ever say. Yeah, and it's probably a book that I never should have read when I read it. I read it like when I was like 15. Yeah, well, the book the the, the, the movie like came out in '93. And was the like, book was just a year or two before that. Yeah, if, so if I think I read it in... No, I think I was either 13 or 14 when I read yeah. that book. And because I, I remember wanting to go see the movie mm. because I read the book. Okay. And I, or maybe I saw the movie and then I read the book. And I was, and like, I, I was like, wow, this is like... Because like the, the movie was okay. Yeah. Uh, I saw this movie. I, I don't want to cut you off, though. Yeah, but then, then I read the book and it was it was so much more sexual. Oh, really? And it was like something that I probably shouldn't have shouldn't read, have read at that at, at that yeah. point. But I also read the stand like after the miniseries of the stand, which is around the same time. Yeah, and this I guess that was like in the in the age where I I was like, oh, books uh, reading is fundamental. Well, but also like, and I don't know if you're like me, the the, the, the Chumpsford Library is right near where I lived, and I also yeah, delivered, it was I right delivered, near where I lived at the time. Yeah, and I delivered papers there, and so I was there at least once a day, five days a. Uh, 
every day. Well, it's like six days a week, seven days a week. They they didn't get the Sunday. That that was where your half of the route was. Um, yeah, my half of the route was down by the library. So I was there a lot, and I what I realized at around that age, around I, I had think I had my route at around the same age that you're talking about. Um, and then I didn't have my route by the time you were that age. Or something like that. I don't know, but but around that same age, we're about two years apart. So yeah, I mean, um, this is right before you, probably right before you started working at Stop and Shop. Yeah, or um, Purity Supreme. Purity Supreme. Yeah, um, I discovered that books had sex in them, um, and that nobody was going to stop me from, from reading a book. From reading books, <laughs> and, and it's sad that that would be a thing. Did that you hear that, kids? Back. You can learn about all the. Well, actually, they probably could easily find like like. <laughs> gratuitous sex online but if you want to like be titillated with your mind Mm. read a book for fuck's sake now see like as a writer i and as a writer i've come to respect those books even more because it's really fucking hard to write a good sex scene um and so so the and i'm not saying that all the sex scenes i read in stephen king or Anne rice or clive barker or any of those things um, were good. I'm just saying that it's it's really hard to write them. So the fact that the and so a lot of people don't even attempt them. Anyway, so I was discovering that that uh, sex in books was a thing, um, and that's how I started reading Stephen King. That's how I started reading Anne Rice and uh, all the all the stuff I was reading at that time. Man, um, I could go for some Anne Rice right now. <laughs> needful things. I watched. We were talking about bands earlier. So one of the people that I knew that was in a band, and it was a band that was even smaller than than your band. It was a one person band. It was a guy named Ed, and I won't say his last name because I because I swear that I saw a political sign in town with his with his name. And I don't know if it was his dad or like just a totally different other person. Okay. Um, within the last couple of years, and I, so I'm not gonna say. Wait, wait, wait! I think I was there. Did we watch that movie at the same the same night? Anyway, I was I was at Ed's house. Yes, with a bunch like of people for his maybe birthday. For his birthday. <laughs> Holy shit! The crossover. <laughs> oh fuck! That's weird. Because <laughs> Ed was a little bit younger than me, so like yeah, I, he was he was in he was in my grade. Um, but he had this uh whatever for whatever reason maybe we were in art together or something. He and I were hanging out a lot that particular summer. Um, and I was jealous of his demo tape collection because he bought he was he bought all the every band in our high school he had their demo tape, uh, including some bands that I that I really liked. Anyway. And this was pre TNS. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so needful things. Uh, okay, number twenty one uh, and twenty two, a tie. The Running Man. The Running Man is great. I love The Running Man. I will like that's one of those movies that if it's on TV, yeah. I will stop it. I will. I'll be like, "Ooh, The Running Man," and I'll, yeah. I'll stop it and watch the DVD of it. Yeah, or, or like try to find See, it online or something. You're smart. Not a lot of people. My do dad, that. like, like <laughs> he will, he will do that. He'll be like, "Oh, this movie's on TV," and I'm like, "Pop, you have this fucking movie." <laughs> I won't say fucking. Pop, you have this movie. Why are you watching it on television? Because I He's like, like I don't want to get up and. <laughs> I like sitting here in. for three hours instead of the you know, the two and a half hours that I could, or maybe two or an hour and a half. Yeah, Running Man is great. I love that fucking movie. So that one has a forty-five on Metacritic. It says uh, the futuristic but prescient nineteen eighty-seven Arnold Schwarzenegger sci-fi action box office hit was praised for Richard Dawson's performance as a sleazy reality TV host, but panned for devolving into a silly chase movie. Well, I don't know. It's just. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's it, trust Steve, not Metacritic. But it it's it it's a it's sort of like, I mean it's 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 sort of painting 
what our society is turning into. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Into like, cause like they have like the, I mean, it's like, I mean, who you, have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Okay. So it's the, the main character in in the book, I think it was just a, a just a, a weakling, just regular mm-hmm. dude. But you know, in the, in the movie, it's, it's Arnold. It's Arnold. Uh, so he was like a cop. And then like he, 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 doesn't like there's like rioters or something yeah they're trying yeah. to get food or something like that right and he he's uh the, his boss tells him to fire on the rioters he's like i'm not going to do that i'm <laughs> <laughs> they're just trying to get food he does and, then, and then they they knock him out and whatever and then they claim that he he bombed them anyways mm. and then he goes to jail and then he escapes jail and he like ends up on this fucking tv show on the tv show yeah. which is like you know the uh, 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 death reality show hmm. it's it's more than just sleazy it's like he like you know people go into this fucking area and yeah. then they and they they basically have they, to fight their way out or die sounds sounds uh like something that's gonna premiere but like uh, next there, season on fox yeah but there's clips like like you know like the the they they take like the real audio of what happened and they mm. they cut it down and yeah. like they play it and it you know it seems like he he's actually going to kill the people he, he seems like he actively kills the people and you know there's 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 other like manipulation of the media that mm-hmm. or like you know that that makes it seem like he got killed in the in the maze but he's really yeah. still running around because like they're like, interesting Fuck. So, you know, that's stuff that's happening now. Fake like news. fake like I mean I, like our our dipshit in chief mm. like can claim fake news all he wants. Right. But what he's claiming is fake news is actual real news mm-hmm. and the fake news is actually happening and it's actually making people fucking think things that they shouldn't necessarily think because it's actually untrue. I mean I I, I listen to um uh Radio Lab uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's from probably a week or two ago. Yeah, because uh, I'm a little bit behind on my podcasts. And lucky you that none of my podcasts came out this week. Well, listen to some of the ones that I listen to, and you'll uh, you'll 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 have a plentitude. Uh, but yeah, they were talking about like this this technology that can basically make people say like you you can have like video. Of of like say president or f- former president our last good president Obama mm-hmm. uh, talking about something and then like they they have this way of like making the voice like sound exactly like his voice and not just like somebody doing an impression of him just like taking all the audio that he's ever said over the course of eight right. years of a presidency and basically being able to say things that the president never said. Right. And so, like, you know, this is a technology that isn't easily available, but it's right. something that could possibly just turn everything into fake news. Right. And 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 everybody is going to be like, well, who, did that person ever fucking say that? And so the only way you can know if that person said it or not is mm. if you were there or not. And then so do you trust the word of somebody who saw it happen? Right. Because they could be trying to manipulate you and it just turns into a fucking clusterfuck and we're all doomed anyway. So... Let's move to Guam. <laughs> yeah, sure. That <laughs> seems like a nice tropical place. Get it the fuck over with, right? <laughs> the 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 movie tied with uh, the Running Man uh, is Children of the Corn. Um, I remember when that came out, and I remember it being uh, the the Children of the Corn being creepy, mm. but I, I've never seen it. Yeah. Um, number twenty, Secret Window. 
was uh, is that like uh, Rear Window? Johnny Depp. Gotta uh, return. Is, uh, based on a novella called Secret Window, Secret Garden. Um, Gotta return Rear Window to video store. Mm. Number nineteen, Firestarter. Twisted Firestarter. <laughs> it's Drew Barrymore from nineteen eighty four. Oh, I think I've um, seen that. Praised for being quite faithful to the same uh, novel, but panned for being boring. Okay. I guess it was um, a good read, but not so good of a movie. Number 18, the first of the three movies um, out of four that were adapted from different seasons, which is one of my favorite King books, uh, Apt Pupil. So there's three stories in that book, three out, sorry, four stories, and three out of the four have been turned into movies. But why do you think the, the fourth one hasn't? Uh, I, my recollection of it is that it's not really adaptable. It would not make a very good movie. Okay, well, yeah. then, then that makes sense. Apt Pupil uh, is 1998, um, Brian Singer's follow-up to The Usual Suspects, which... Um, was, I meant, uh, was that the one with the Nazi... Um, uh, yes, yep. Nazi war criminal, um, and uh, they kind of they kind of did that in the first. They they made you think that uh, that that somebody was like that in uh, the first season of F is for Family, that Bill Burr uh, mm. cartoon on mm-hmm. Netflix. But it, it turns out he was just a, a nice old man. <laughs> um, number seventeen and sixteen, it's a tie with the twenty thirteen version of Carrie, right? Um, which uh, starred Chloe Grace uh, Moretz. Uh, I've always wanted to see that one because I really like her, um, and uh, I've never seen the original. The original is good. Yeah. Um, the the one that's tied with is The Dark Half. Now, The Dark Half um, was a, a book that I tried to start reading. Um, you ever read The Dark Half? I, I don't understand how Stephen King has written so many books. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll I mean, I, I don't think I've read as many books as he's than he's written. Yeah, he's, he writes a lot. He's a very productive man. Um, number fifteen, he's Heart, like Ichiro Oda. Uh, number fifteen, Hearts in Atlantis, um, which uh, w- featured the uh, the guy who grew up to be um, fucking Chekhov, who then died, got mm. run over by his car. Um, and Anthony Hopkins. Number 13. Sir Anthony Hopkins. Number 14, 13 is a tie between Cujo um, and Christine. <laughs> the killer dog and the killer, and the killer, killer car. car. Um, number 12 is The Mist. Now, this is the one that we we did We, we did, did talk, talk, about. talk about. And, and um, I, I think I was completely wrong in saying mm. that the ending was bad. Yeah, because um, like we watched a video online about uh, about a couple of Stephen King's uh, things, yeah. and I was like, wait, I think the ending was was better. I think it was the ending in the book wasn't that great, mm. and the ending of the film was better. They 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 changed <laughs> it, yeah. And I had a student um, in the last couple of years who did a did a paper on that adaptation, um, and I can't remember now what they said, but they uh, they uh, they were obviously a very uh, they were a student of both the story. And the, uh, yeah. And, and one of your students. And the book. They were also my student, yeah. Uh, number 11, Creep Show, the original Creep Show, 1982 anthology directed by Romero. Okay, so Romero did the first one. Yes, and he wrote the script for the second one. I just, it didn't, didn't say whether or not the second one was also directed by Romero. Okay. Um, number 10, The Shining. Hmm. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, well, Kubrick. I think Barry Lyndon is the only one that I never really 
mm. took a fancy to. Yeah, yeah. But I think uh, his his filmography, although sparse, because he you know takes so long to create right. these fucking movies. Yeah. Um, is film Tom Cruise uh, watching people fuck? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean it was. <laughs> Eyes Wide Shut was was definitely worth watching. It was worth watching for whatever age I was at around the time that I first saw it because I was just like, oh my God, there's so much sex. I need to watch this again. I think it was, uh, <laughs> you must have been like 19 or 20 was, at that point. Was, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was shortly, it was probably around the, uh, the time of my really horrible summer where like I had messed up every friendship that I had trying to get a date and um, lost my virginity to somebody who didn't like me very much and, uh, tune into like episode, what was it? Yeah, what, like, I, whatever. Way one. back. Machine. So it might've been around that time where I was just like, well, I just want to watch, uh, watch a movie. With I just want to watch people fuck, fuck on screen <laughs> and I don't want to watch porn. I just want to watch people fucking like a regular movie. It's, yeah. It's classier. And did you go to the theaters to see it? No, no. I, I think I rented it from Blockbuster. Um, yeah. So I had never seen the shining. Um, I know. Yeah. It's it's uh I mean it's it's visually striking like yeah. uh I mean I've never read the 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 story so yeah, I, yeah. I I I don't know I mean like people say it's not a faithful No, uh, no, King and and King hates it. Yeah. But but I I think it's a it's a great piece of c- cinema. But there's there's a, also a documentary on uh how <laughs> uh or basically about the symbolism of everything that's in that movie mm-hmm. and how it's uh, it's it's Kubrick Kubrick trying to tell the world that he was the person that filmed the fake moon landing. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine is the Green Mile. Um, I never saw that one uh, again, but I but I also um, I really I wanted to, and I was really intrigued at the time by the way that he put it out. That he put it out as a se- the the books before the movie came out. That the books were a series of um, it was serialized, so you'd get like I don't know a hundred something pages of it one month or whatever, and then like a couple months later the next one would come out and whatever. It was it was a really interesting thing to me as a as a young. Uh, writer, um, but when you're Stephen King, you can do something like that, and yeah. people will still be like, "Okay, that that seems reasonable." Yeah. But if you're like a, a like a, a blossoming writer, and be yes. like, "Oh, I'm going to do this serialized uh, uh, story where I'm going to release uh, 100 pages this month," and 100 people will be like, oh, "Fuck off, asshole." I I hope they do say that to me next year when I when I decide to do that. <laughs> Please don't do that, Chris. Number eight. <laughs> Number eight, Dolores Claiborne, um, which was uh, uh, the next time Kathy Bates did um, uh, did Stephen King after Misery. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure Misery is is is. is we haven't talked. We haven't said it yet. Yep. Um, number seven, fourteen oh eight, which is the second biggest box office uh, hit ranked here, which is two thousand seven. John Cusack. What's interesting about that one is he King's first draft of that story is in the back of his book on writing which is a fantastic book on writing. Um, and he like walked us all, those of us who were reading it, walked us through the development of that book. So this is another one that I really want to watch because I remember reading the early draft and then reading the finished draft, and, but then I never saw I, I That was one of the movies that uh, I was staying with some friends uh, up in New Hampshire when I was working uh, um, for Hanover still. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, 
they rented it. Like I think it might have been from Blockbuster or uh, or, or in the latter days of Blockbuster. Yeah, uh, and um, I remember falling asleep during it. I don't. Re- I didn't. <laughs> I didn't see the end, so I don't know what happens. Number six, The Dead Zone, um, which was David Cronenberg, nineteen eighty-three. Uh, Cronenberg <laughs> uh, with Christopher Walken, um, who emerges from a coma with a clairvoyant ability. Um, they made that into a TV series with uh, with Anthony Michael Hall. Oh yeah, yeah, I think. Um, Cat's Eye is number five, um, which is uh, Drew Barrymore uh, again. Um, oh wait, I need to go back to Needful Things for a second. Mm-hmm. Like there was an episode of Rick and Morty, yeah, where like th- th- like <laughs> the the devil comes to town and basically opens up a, a shop that like you know has all the things that just fuck, oh, the, the, fuck the, people the, over. It basically yeah. it's basically the plot of Needful Things. But then mm-hmm. Rick shows up and says, "Oh, okay, I get it. Uh, so all this st- like this microscope is going to turn me into a, like a retard or something like that." And <laughs> And so basically, he 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 opens up a business across the street mm-hmm. that that uncurses all these all these items. That's a, that, that's, that, a, that, that's a clever business plan. Yeah, did it work? Yeah, and then he put uh, put the devil out of business. Oh, I would love to put the devil out of business. But then, like the devil, like opened up like an app or something like that, and then, <laughs> then him and Summer got like jacked and beat the shit out of him. It was, it was a good episode. It was, it was pretty good. Um, number. And then they beat up Nazis. Number four slash three is a tie. Um, care to care to wager now that we're up in the uh, in the top four here? The the original carry. Well, uh, no, that's higher. That's so, higher. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so misery. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's that's one, one of the that's one of the two that are tied right here. It can't be lawnmower man, can it? No. Oh, oh, oh that. That's interesting. I think he actually disavowed that because it was so far away from his original story. That that one. That maybe that one doesn't count. Doesn't even happen. Okay, yeah. Um, Stand by me and Miss. Oh yeah, I forgot about Stand by me. Are are tied uh, with both with them with a seventy-five Metacritic score, Um, and uh, yeah, both of those are those are ones I've seen and I've seen a bunch, and I would definitely rank them up that high. I mean, Stand by me is just a great like story about like youth like mm-hmm. back in the day youth like yeah. what kids used to fucking do yeah i gotta follow up on that if we got enough time after i mean and and also i mean i because uh he was the person that people would say that i looked like like up until john hodgman came around mm. um was uh, uh oh cory feldman cory feldman yeah, yeah with the glasses and, yeah yeah uh um, especially when i didn't have facial hair okay so we had two left um you already mentioned one of them. Uh, Just fucking say them. Number two is the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, Shawshank. So um, I for I, I keep on forgetting that was a King novel. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a novella, and it the, it together with Apt Pupil and um, Stand by Me are th- are those three of the four oh, okay. stories from different seasons. And that's is, probably why each of those movies is really. It's probably a decent adaptation of yeah, each of because those things. It, as I was saying, I think I, I, and I've said this before, if I didn't say this last week. Like a short story is perfect for a, for yeah, a and film. Like, and a novella is also pretty good. You, you have, in novellas, sometimes you have to, you have to kind of condense stuff down. But that shorter, um, that shorter piece is, is better for film. Um, I'd yeah. like to say that the blah, blah, blah didn't yeah. beat the shit out of whatever. Uh, number one is Carrie. 
um, at least according to Metacritic, because this is this is all based on what their Metacritic score is. So it's it's got a Metacritic score of eighty five. Um, it was the first King adaptation um, of the of the author's first published novel, no less. Um, uh, it is an absolutely spellbinding horror movie. Uh, quote unquote, uh, that rated 1976 Oscar nominations for Sissy Spacek and Piper Laurie and became Brian De Palma's first big hit. Nice. Um, called by Pauline Kale, the best scary, funny movie since Jaws, a teasing, terrifying, lyrical shocker. I am. Any surprises? Um, I mean, I'm surprised that The Shining is so low on that list. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I think it's 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 probably only low on that list because uh, that is, it's all based on what the Metacritic score is. So the critics, what the fuck critics thought that The Shining was a bad movie? I I don't. I can know. understand Stephen King not liking it because it wasn't like his fucking book. So what uh, what did they say about it? I think when we were at that point, I we I, were just talking about it. We were just talking read. about. It. So it says uh, the 1980 Stanley Kubrick horror classic with Jack Nicholson yielded more Razzie nominations two than Oscar nods zero. And while some critics raved, others found it quote unquote disappointing. King is in the latter camp. What the fuck? Um, Who the fuck? Here's Jeremy Knox from Film Threat. He says, half the time you have to guess what the hell is going on. And if you're not familiar with Kubrick's narrative style, you'll be completely lost. (sighs) Whatever. (laughs) Fucking. Hey, I'm a film critic. That's not. (laughs) Well, yeah. Go, go make something. Yeah. Fucking critics. No, I'm I'm Um, not. I'm not. uh, I'm not. I mean, we're fucking critics, you know, because we're. Talking about things we like and don't like. Jesus Christ. But we also make something. We make this here show. Yeah, but a lot of it is us talking about things we like and don't like. Yeah, but I know. But we make jokes and we, 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 make, we make each other laugh. But I don't know. We make know. each other cry. Like, we make a lot of stuff. <laughs> you don't know. what. what the, the, but I, it just... If you're una, unaware of... of I don't know. It just it, that, that just bugs me. Yeah, that critics would fucking make say that that movie's shit. Yeah, I it it, it I think you are not alone. It's it, I think it's a very beloved movie. Um, I mean, are most. these like movie or like the critics from that time? I think it's from that time. Hmm. Yeah. Well, but as time goes on, shouldn't like? Well, I guess you don't and get. That's the I guess you don't get reviewed again. Yeah. Yes, you don't because get like. People aren't going to, unless they have a, a re-release in the theaters. Right. So that's the problem with this particular list is that it's all based on, I, I mean, I wanted to go through it because it's comprehensive and it, and it like lets us know about all these weird things we never fucking heard of. I thought that would be, that would be a bit of a, bit of a, bit of a nice thing. Yeah, that's nice. Well, so we had a few minutes left, and I, I want Holy to ask Holy shit, my, that took up most of the show. My, my follow-up question, um, which was, uh, I saw this tweet earlier today or earlier this week. Is it week. about the new Sweethearts? Um, it is not about the new Tweethearts. Ah. Uh, that's not a good title. Have, have we had a title? We've had a title. I don't know. Somewhere. I don't know. It's maybe, like, there's, there's no, there, there hasn't been a standout, though. Yeah. The one that we're like, that's it! <laughs> um, Albert Muller, um... Uh, tweeted, what movie turned you into the geek you are? The one that changed everything. The reason you now talk about movies online or in real life for hours. And Like we just did. <laughs> like we just did. Like, And so I responded, I retweeted that, and I responded that Stand By Me is... Because it took me a second. I was thinking... Because I think all the other responses I'd seen were... 
kid like movies you saw as a kid so like somebody said night the 1989 batman and stuff like that and so i was like well what movie as a kid um really changed everything for me and i thought of two and i thought of stand by me and the goonies right um both 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 very good and 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 like they have like the both movies are like have kids in them yeah and but they're they're not like they're not fucking kid movies right yeah like you can want like i I imagine like an adult could have easily gone to either of those films Mm -hmm. with their child yeah we're not like you know a little kid because those movies aren't for little kids yeah but could have gone like with their 10 11 12 year old kid and and been like i enjoyed that movie yeah and not have been like oh my god it's just like one big fucking toy commercial yeah well, and, and I think the reason I ended up going with Stand By Me is because it's got a little bit of the um, of the somber edge to it that Goonies does. Like, a little bit more of the serious edge. The fact that it starts and, and ends with Richard Dreyfuss uh, sitting there typing and, and he narrates at certain parts throughout. The fact that we get also get funny parts like Gordy's story about, um, about Lardass. Uh, but the, that I, the, what I ended up tweeting was that uh, there were train tracks behind my house. And that really... I remember John and I spent plenty plenty of day yeah. trying to pick railroad spikes out of, the, out of those tracks. <laughs> and, and, and now there's a rail trail back there. Um, but, but back then, like, I, I did wonder, and I went once or twice with friends to see how far I could go. I mean, I think I, were they part, ever, was there ever a train that went, like, in our not, lifetime? Not in our lifetime. Okay. Yeah, no, no. They, they, it, it, was long, um, it was long gone by then. I'm pretty sure, um, but uh, yeah. So, so that's my answer. What would you say? What like what movie? Like the the grown up, the grown up movies or like the movies that weren't like just like fucking like like I said like uh, toy yeah. commercial movies like a fucking Transformers or right, a, yeah. whatever. Um, I mean, Leo will probably have something to say about that. Like, <laughs> fucking Transformers, the movie was fucking great. The Transformers, the movie, the, that the Transformers. One, the Transformers, the movie is a fucking great movie. It is. Um, maybe that's a bad example. Uh, yeah. Or like the fucking Care Bears. Is that a better <laughs> that's one? That's a better one. Um, uh, like we, we had on VHS uh, th- three movies that I watched a lot. Mm. Uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, Back to the Future, yeah, and Ghostbusters. Those are three good ones. I haven't seen Pee Wee's as much as the as the other two, but um, I mean, but each of them had a part where. Well, no, actually, uh, Ghostbusters and, and Pee Wee both had a part where I I, I would I would shut my eyes mm, mm-hmm. like when I was a little kid because uh, yeah. what was it the large Marge part right mm-hmm. in in Pee Wee like I'd be I was so scared of whatever like <laughs> and it looked like this. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, what was it? I think it was back in the in the in the it was either the spring or the winter. Mm. Uh, Paul Rub- I, I follow follow Paul Rubens on Twitter, and yeah. he, he like tweeted out that uh, Large Marge died like X amount of years ago today, <laughs> and it was like the plaque at the. It's like, hey everybody, <laughs> Large Marge sent me, uh-huh. and everybody's like, what? It was a night just like. <laughs> what was the part in Ghostbusters that made you? Um, it was at the at was the, be- the blowjob. No, it was the, at the beginning. Um, the uh, uh, the the ghost like in the library. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. so like at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Which of course, like you've you've been to a library, so like you can envision 
You I've maybe, never been to. Well, you've actually, been, no. You've never been to New York City, like a lot I've of been. Stuff. Well, you know, when I was a little kid, I'd never been to New York City. <laughs> right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but as a little kid, you know what a library looks like, yeah. and now you, there's a ghost going through the. Li- yeah, yeah. Um, nothing scared you about Back to the Future? No, except for him kissing his mom. <laughs> <It's kind of laughs> <gross>. <laughs> that wasn't scary, really. Yeah, no, that's, that, but I yeah, mean, those that, those those movies like uh, par for the course in Westeros. I recently watched. Um, like the Plinkett's, uh, the 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 Harry S. Plinkett review of mm. uh, of Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. Oh, okay. Um, and um, you know, like, like you know, when it when it came out, mm. like there was you know fervor over you know fucking women shouldn't blah right. blah blah movies fucking and it, it's 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 idiocy. Um, you know, when when I went to see it, uh, Becky and I both were like, that was that was a funny movie. Yeah. It was all right. Mm-hmm. I, but truth be told, I don't think I need to see it again. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it was a, a it was a one watcher. It was like yeah. okay, I went to see that mm-hmm. Ghostbusters the original. Like it's like, just like with fucking Running Man. Yeah. <laughs> if it's on, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. If it, did we, yeah, we talked. I was going to say, did we talk about Running Man during the show? Yes, yes we did. Yeah, it was so long ago during our our, 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 our list. Yes, so our, like it's it, it, it just it's a great like, and it's one of those things that I like. I it's it, like with like like a, a big Lebowski or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have to I have to stop myself from from quoting. Yeah, you know, it was a valued drug really tied the room together <laughs> and then in back to the future same 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 deal i mean luckily they haven't remade it mm, yeah oh gosh i i i really hope they don't i mean it, i mean what they would like if it was like now like yeah. going from 2017 back to like 1987 or whatever yeah that i mean yeah i don't know like what would that be like it would it would it would be like that episode also of Fan- that may just made me feel really fucking old yeah well, no, no, no. 1985. Really? You're, Fuck. You're going to be... Me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what it would be? Yes. That's 30 years ago? Yes. Fucking hell. Oh, yeah. Because I'm going to be f- fucking 40. Yep. Did you forget? <laughs> For about an hour, I forgot. My dad. It's while we were doing the show. It's my dad's birthday today, and he just turned sixty. And your mom is going to do the same tomorrow. The same tomorrow. Yeah, we're recording early. Yes, we are recording early. Um, I have like a little over eight weeks until I'm until I'm fucking forty. It's fine, dude. It's not. It's not fine. You probably still get carded every once in a while, and you're like, "Yeah, thanks, (laughs) I appreciate that." I really don't. Well, you don't order drinks enough, then. This is true. I don't. I may. I maybe. I need to go order a drink. Just right go. Now. Oh no, just, no, not right now because you need to go home need to with go your home. to your family. Yes. Yeah, um. But like when we do like hang out and go out, just like you, mm. you'll you'll get carded and you'll be like, oh yeah, I, 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 st- I still got it. I still got it. I'm still youngish. You know. You still. You got. You got. You got, you got hair. Good looks. You got hair. It's not. It's. It, I don't see a whole heck of a lot of gray. Little, you're you're doing. You're doing pretty beard. okay. So am I. So fucking whatever. 1987. Yes. Jesus Christ. That's the, no, no, they could uh, take you back to the Vatican City, right? Or, or they could just travel back to uh, uh, early November 2016, just go back one year in the past. One year in the past. <laughs> and just try to take care of something. I mean, just like, just like uh, nuke the Russians. Go back. That's what we need. What? So what we need, what we need, Steve, is when 
North Korea launches the 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 nuke at Guam. We need the DeLorean to catch it like Iron Man catches the nuke in in uh, in in, a, in the Avengers, and that need to take that nuke back to Russia to 2016 so that they can't fuck with the election. So what is he like? Got a Superman uh, and fly around the Earth to make time go backwards? No, no, no. He's just you got the DeLorean. The DeLorean's got to have like some sort of thing that okay, catches so- that catches the nuclear weapon, uses that for the 1.21 gigawatts of uh, of electricity. The, the only reason and then ends up in in Russia, blows it up, and then the Russians can't hack the election. And the only reason we're all good. The only reason why Doc Brown made the DeLorean or made the time machine out of a DeLorean mm. is because it was a car of the time. Oh. And like you know, the like in the original script, it was supposed to be like a refrigerator or something like that. Oh. Should it be a Prius. <laughs> no, and I think that oh, I it's think a this Tesla. It's got to be a fucking Tesla. Tesla. Yeah, yeah. It's a. <laughs> you can find the show. We're notes. writing the fucking <laughs> script that no one will of a movie that no one will want to see. You can find the show notes for this episode at clarkwoods.com slash hot slash 159. Um, if you'd like to tweet, email us, you can email us at hot at clarkwoods.com. Or if you want to text us. <laughs> yes, you can. We're not going to give out our numbers, but if you but have our numbers, just... we, we, will, uh, we will respond to your text on the air. But so. we prefer an email, yeah. so then we yeah. can both have access right. to it. And then uh, we, can, we can, you know, read it in, in, not in text form. Yes. Uh, hot at clarkwoods.com. Or you can tweet us. I'm at ECC1977. And I'm at Tuesday is loser. In fact, like tweeting us would be very similar to uh, texting us. So yes, you have our Twitters, which is most like which we just gave out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's much more likely that we'll respond. It is. It's it's well, it's, actually, well, if you have our numbers, we'll if you have probably, our numbers, we'll respond. But you know, but it, but the the rest of the world will know what you have to say. Yeah, yeah, I guess unless you make it private, private message, private DM, secret message, secret, double <laughs> secret DM on the DL. Mm, mm, that sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs>